y'all came in my folks looking at me and say, oh man, why you dressed like that today, man? You usually have your suit and tie on and, and sometimes, you know, just a button up or something like that with a jacket on. But today, it's a different day. Today, it ain't time for the suit and jacket. It's time for the war. We're talking about this war within. Last time I told you that this, this, the, 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 the war on sin and death that God has set us free, that Jesus has set us free through the death on the cross. He has set us free. And I had my little brain up here on how it was contaminated by the world and how he dipped it in his blood and washed us and made us clean. But now what? Now that I believe in Jesus Christ, now that I've been washed clean, now what? Now it's time to train. Now it's time to train. Just like uh, any, any military or any person that enlists into the army or the military, they enlist and have an oath that says that basically that they represent the United States of America. And then before they go, and then what they do too, they, they fight for us. But before they can ever go into a fight or ever go into a battle, they have to go through training first. See, what that training does when you're in the military, it prepares you for what you may face in those battles or what you may face in the field. Some of us that have been in the military, they understand the training process. But when I did my research, it looked like it appears to have eight to 12 week training. I think Marines train a little longer. But they go through this training, it prepares them for that battlefield. See, without their training, none of us. If we would just said, hey, we're just going to send us to Iraq with no training, we would die by the time we get hit the plane, get off the plane. Because we had no training. And just like a soldier in the military, you folks must go through training. Why do you need to go through training? Because the training prepares you for the life ahead. The training prepares you for the battles that you face. The training prepares you for the war within. I told you the greatest battle, the greatest war, it's not the the World War II or Vietnam or World War I, the greatest war was here. In order to succeed in this battles that we face, because the war was wrong, we, we facing battles and temptation now. The, the way how we succeed, that we have to be prepared through training in the Word of God. Are you ready to train? I don't know about you, but I'm tired. 
I'm tired of seeing my fellow believers, fellow brothers and sisters endure turmoil, endure things uh, that the enemy has set in place. I'm tired of them enduring depression. I'm tired of broken families. I'm tired of broken marriages. I'm tired of those things. And I'm ready to kick those things in the teeth for Jesus. Amen. I'm tired of it. I bet what we have to do as a, as a, as a, when you're a sergeant, let me give you an example. When you're a sergeant in the army or in the military, you are in charge of your platoon. But see, I'm not just an ordinary sergeant. I'm a sergeant in the army of the Lord. You folks are the soldier, and I'm in charge of the platoon, and I'm here to train you. Your lives, I'm responsible for, and I guarantee you, we're going to train our minds in such a way that when trouble comes knocking, our minds say, no, hold on just a minute. I've been clothed with Christ. Amen. We got to know who we are. The part of this, by the time the people end up, at the time they graduate through training, they are Something you have never seen before. You ever had somebody that was in the military by the time they, they went in the one way and came out another way? Seriously, they went in one way and they came out another way. They talked different. They even walked different. They, their face even looked different. Everything about them just looked different because they endured the training. And that's the same thing we are. We are soldiers in the army of the Lord. And when we're trained through the word of God, we look different. We walk different. We even talk different. We must be trained. In Romans 12, it says, do not Conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. He said, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word renew means uh, to uh, reestablish. Why it's so important about that word renew? Because at one point, your mind, when God has first created man, he created man, he said he created man, he breathed into him, and he became a living soul. That man and that woman that was later created, uh, they didn't know no sin. They was righteous and holy. He said, listen, when your mind is renewed, you reestablish what your mind should be in the first place. He said, don't conform to the pattern of this world. Everything in this world is temporary. Ain't none of this you can take with it. He said, don't be like this world. Don't be like this world, but transform that mind of yours. Well, how you, Pastor? That's easier said than done, but how you do that? That's the reason why we're going through this training. He said, then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. God's will is... Uh, when you look at the word will, it's, it's God's desire, God's plan, what God wants for, his, for your life, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. His will is perfect. But our mind got to be renewed. The war is in here. The battles, the temptations are in here. So we must start training, not out here, but right here. 
He said, for and Paul, see, Paul had a Paul, man. Paul was an eloquent writer. Paul knew the word, but Paul had some issues too, man. Paul had some issues. Paul, in this next part that I'm about to read, was battling with himself. You'll see it. He said, Paul said in verse 18, for I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Paul is almost talking to himself like, man, I want to do this, this, this thing that dwells in me, man. This simple nature. For I have the desire to do. I want to do good. I want to overcome these things. But it seems like I just can't carry it out. Paul battling with himself. Verse 19, so this is where he, he really shows what the battles he's facing within himself. He, you almost think he's a little cray-cray, but listen. In verse 19, in verse 19, he said, listen, for I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do, I do not want to do. This is the thing I keep doing. He said, now, if I do what I do not want to do, it's, not, it's no longer I who do it, but it's sin living in me that does it. That's a lot of dudes. Paul, I mean, he's about to lose his mind. He up there talking to himself, man, I'm trying to do right, but every time I try to do something, I just don't get it right, and I try to do it again. It just ain't right. He's talking to himself. I don't see, don't, don't, hold on, hold on. Don't think for one second that you don't talk to yourself now. Don't, 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 don't think for one second that you don't talk to yourself now. When you answer yourself, you, you may need to get some. I don't go crazy. I answer myself too sometimes. But anyway, he said, listen, Paul was battling with himself. He's like, man, the things that I want to do, I, I just can't do it. The things that I, it, it, I'm just, oh, man. So he, he said this in verse 21. He said, so I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. He, 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 he would go a step further. Paul like, done. I'm like, Paul, you all right, man? We, we might need to get you a mental health assessment. He, he said, uh, in verse 24, he said, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? I'm going to stop right there. because uh, Paul said, what a wretched man. He said, Paul is almost beating himself. He said, man, I'm wretched, man. I'm, I just ain't right. I'm Mr. Can't Get Right. I, 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 I just say, he says, who will, he asked, who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Amen. He said, but thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, y'all, oh man, there you go. You know when to shout now. Amen. Listen, this is what Paul was saying. See, Paul was saying, I'm messed up. I have these things within me. But he said he asked what we call a rhetorical question. I'm going to teach you something. Rhetorical question is a question that you ask that you already know the answer to. Amen. So you asking some, or just like this, let me give you an example. The wife say, did you, did you, uh, did you eat that? Did you eat my cookie? Oh, no, yesterday she asked me, did he eat my corn? She already knew the answer to it. I'm holding the cup in my hand. <laughs> she knew the answer. I'm holding it in my hand. So that's a rhetorical question. He already knew the answer to the question. 
So who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? He said, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So when he, he knew who could rescue him. He said, yeah, I'm wretched, but I know that Jesus Christ is the one who delivers me. I know that I can't do it on my own, but Jesus Christ is the one that's able to do it, and he has already done it. See, you don't know. Amen. This Paul now. That's Paul. So, so then he said, listen, so Paul's like this. So then uh, I myself, he said, in my mind, it's like I'm a slave to God's law, God's word. That's what I'm a slave to. But in my sinful nature, which means the flesh, this flesh of ours, a slave to the law of sin. See, Paul was in a battle with himself. And he said, I'm a slave to the law, but then this flesh of mine still want to linger on sometimes. Paul, just like some of us, I, I go through, I say, Lord, help me, Jesus. I say, Lord, some days I say, Lord, help me. There ain't nothing now. You shouldn't think that now. Don't, this is the pastor now. Don't act like you don't hit your mind. It hit your mind, you just got to kill it right then. I'm like, that ain't, that ain't nice to say. <laughs> That's not nice. I tell myself, that's not my wife. Like, what you say? I'm like, I ain't, I'm not talking to you. I'm just having a conversation. Just having a conversation with myself. Here it is. He said, listen, but this is, what, this is what the word of God, this is what we should train ourselves in. We're talking about the word of God. He said, listen, all scripture, verse 16, listen, we're talking about all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training. In righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. All scripture is from God. Why wouldn't we read something that's from God? And he said, it's going to teach me. It's going to correct some things. It's going to rebuke some things. It's going to train me. And righteousness, and what righteousness means that is, and right standing with God. See, you beat yourself up about things, but see, where righteousness means that, yeah, I have been made right with God. I was once wrong, I was once in the dark, but now I have been made right with Him. But I'm going to train you in the right stuff, not what's wrong. See, what happened is when us human beings, when we haven't been trained, we focus on what's been made wrong instead of what's been made right. We focus on all the negative things that we have done instead of what God has done through his son for us. We focus on that thing, see, but you got to retrain your mind. And how do you do that? It's through the word of God. He said, so that the servant of God, that's us, soldiers, amen. They talk about us and just follow them, make sure you're following. Of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Every good word. This is what the word of God is. This is, what, this is why we go through this training so that we can be equipped for this life that we live. Equipped for things that come our way. Equipped to face anything, any challenge that we may face and win and conquer. It's through the word. Somebody say through the word. Amen. So just make sure you're awake. That's all. So for the flesh, see, listen, he talked about this battle. See, the flesh desire what is contrary to the spirit. Contrary to mean that uh, not the same against. 
the spirit. So the flesh desire what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. So they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. See, before we were decided to know this Jesus of ours, we didn't have that spirit. And we kind of did what we want to do. But see, that spirit came. Amen. That spirit came and it said it's in constant conflict with each other so that you do not do, uh, uh, you, so that you, so that you don't do the, whatever you want. Now, listen, I'm a visual learner. I know most folks are a visual learner, right? I, I, I like doing stuff like that. Y'all know my brain for last weekend and stuff like that. It probably looked like that for real. It's come some days it's just like that. Some days it's just like that. I don't know about yours, but some, I tell folks all the time, I ain't that smart. I just, if it went for the Lord, I wouldn't even made it through high school. I tell you, here it is. So we got this brain of ours. First off, I'm a, let, me, let me explain some things to you, and I'm going to try to explain it in a way that you can understand. Now, I have this flesh, this, this, this dark skin right here is the flesh. Now, this flesh, like it says, is contrary to the spirit. The flesh want to do what it want to do. The flesh is full of sin. The flesh want the desires, the pleasure, the, the things like that. That's what the flesh wants. Now, the spirit desires things of God. Let me give you an example. Like, I want to go to church today. I'm trying to get into the word. I want to do what the will of the Father has sent me. I want to do what God has sent me. That's what the Spirit desires. Everything that's peace, love, joy. All those things, the fruit of, that's what the Spirit does, okay? All right. Now, we ever heard something called the soul? The soul, okay? There's a difference between the soul and the Spirit, Right? The spirit is from God, the Holy Spirit, and the soul is the mind, will, and emotions. This is what the soul is. Let me break it down to you. When God said, God breathed into man, and he became a living soul, not spirit. It's mind. He created his mind, will, and emotions. As a matter of fact, when you look up the word soul in Greek, it means it's the word psyche. And where we get the word psychology, which is the study of the mind. Ain't that crazy? I just brought some scientific with some biblical stuff and made it make sense. Hey, listen, but here's the thing. So our mind, our soul, that's what it is. So you got the soul, you got the flesh, which is sinful. And then you have the spirit. Once you believe and you've been washed and clean, you get the spirit. So it's just like this. You ever seen those movies, right? You ever seen those movies where the devil pops up on the shoulder and then the angel, okay? And that same representation is, it almost is the same as us. Our flesh want to do what it wants to do. And then the soul is the mind, the will, and emotion. And then the spirit is what God wants. And it's constantly in conflict with each other. So what happens is when you're faced with any type of temptation or anything that comes your way where a decision has to be made, that decision don't come from the flesh. The decision don't come from the spirit. The decision comes from the mind. So the flesh want what it wants and the spirit want what it wants, want, but the mind makes the, the decision. It's crazy, ain't it? The mind 
makes that decision. So we choose which one we're going to listen to. And don't, don't, don't you go there again. I feel it. Don't act like that devil don't pop up in your mind and that angel don't pop up neither. Don't act like you say, I want to do something real bad right now. And then the angel say, that spirit of God say, hey, you know, not this time, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then the mind makes a decision. Either he's going to listen to the spirit or he's going to listen to the flesh. It's all about a decision. But I want to explain to you what we're faced with when we end these battles of, and temptation comes our way. We have to boil it down to this decision. But here's what training does. Amen. Here's what training, y'all got real quiet. Here's what training does. They make me nervous when y'all get quiet. So, listen, I, I like hearing noise. I'll be like, hold on. Is it, okay, so listen, this is what training does through the word of God. See, this is the spirit of God, okay? But when you train to know what the spirit of God is, and when you stay into the word of God, and you are, are, are ready, and you came out of this 8 to 12 weeks training, when you came out, you're different. So what the spirit of God does, my brain was once like this. And then now he brings it together, and then he clothes it with the Holy Spirit. So now, when things, oh, hallelujah, I'm about to go there now. Now when things face, when you're faced with things that you used to do, you don't do anymore because now you've been clothed in the mind with the Holy Spirit. So listen, I used to love pornography. I used to go drinking. I used to love a lot of women. I used to be so angry and ready to fight. But see, now my mind has been clothed with the Holy Spirit. So when it... So now, when things that I'm faced with, that, that battle, listen, listen, I'm going to ask you something. Because I remember I told you last time, I said, if I poll the room, I said, if I asked, I said, if I, if I poll the room of how many people suffering with depression, I would say 90%. That's how big it is now. But I got a question for you, for those who are struggling with this. Got one simple question. And depression, anxiety, all in that same box, okay? I got a question for you. Who told you you were depressed? Who told you you had anxiety? Was it the Spirit of God? Or was it the flesh? I've been telling you this for a long time that this spirit of God is filled with power. You possess the greatest power on the face of this earth. You are an unstoppable soldier. It's here. It's right here. That's where the battle starts. It's here. Right here. So if I can just get control of this, everything else will flow from it. Because listen, I remember I told you last time, your hand don't tell your mind what to do. 
Your feet don't tell your mind what to do. Your mind, didn't, your hand didn't tell you to go pick up a joint or go pick up some, some heroin or some milk. Your hand didn't tell you that. Your feet didn't tell you to go over to this person's house and have sex with you. That didn't happen. Your hand didn't tell you to slap the mess out. Didn't tell you that. So it didn't tell you that. It didn't tell you that. Your mind is what tells your body what to do. So if I can get control of that mind with the Holy Spirit, Spirit, understand that this Holy Spirit, that power that we have been given, we have, listen, if you understand just this, you can tell your mind what, oh man. It's a war going on. We got to be prepared for this and we got to go through the training. See, you can't tell your mind nothing if you haven't been in training. You got, you got to be able to tell your mind the word of God. So when the, the, when the evil stuff comes, when the, the thing, when, when, when Satan starts knocking on their head and say, hey, haven't seen you in a long time. Don't you, want, don't you want to come dance with me a little bit? Don't you want to come do this a little bit more? And you see, then you tell him, say, no, sir. I've been clothed with the Holy Spirit. I've been dipped in his blood, washed and made clean. I am a child of God. Nothing will stop me. I am an overcomer. That's what you tell that mind until you've been trained in it to believe it. So anytime it knock, so anytime it knock, you tell him, ah, oh, you at the wrong door. Anytime it knock, you at the wrong own door to the point that it just don't knock anymore. Ain't no, it ain't even worth you trying to knock. Sometimes I remember a thought came to my head from the enemy and it said, and the flesh is said, well, you know, Jesus ain't really real. I said, uh, <laughs> I literally laughed. I said, are you foolish? We way past that point. I said, if he, listen, if he ain't real, then who are you? Hallelujah. Then why are you talking? Then where do you come from? And I tell him, listen, he's real. He's so real. The day that he said it was finished, you lost. Hallelujah. Man, listen here. Listen here, he lost it. He lost that war. So what he's trying to do is saying, he said, listen, I'm going to try to keep him where he's at. I'm going to try to take over. Listen, I'm going to try to take this. I'm going to try to take over his mind. So the enemy is saying, listen, if I can get their mind, I got everything else because the mind tells the body what to do. If I can say, hey, yeah, he's depressed. Hey, yeah, he, she's got anxiety. Hey, yeah, it's just all this and that. I can take over that mind. I can weaken her so much because if I can get the mind, I got everything else because it's the mind that control everything. Satan can't get the mind when it's clothed by this. Can't get it. Can't get it. Look, God promised us some things about this mind if we, if we were able to know who we are in Christ and, and know what God has do, done for us and know the power thereof that we possess. If you ever, just imagine, if you ever were able to figure out the power that you possess in your mind, the power that possesses in you, he said, greater is he, the Holy Spirit that lives in you than he that's in the whole entire world. But if you actually believe that and you actually train your mind to that, don't you know you're unstoppable? Don't don't you know that the greater that God himself through the evidence of his Holy Spirit lives inside of you? Don't you know that when trouble comes your way, only time, listen, 
all the time. Listen, I'm going to put it on the shelf where you can reach it. Listen, when things, when things go get rough, okay, just like you have an orange, okay, you squeeze the orange, you get orange, you squeeze the apple, you get the apple juice. When they squeeze me, when they squeeze you, the only thing they're going to get is Jesus. Hallelujah. That's the only thing they're going to get. But you got to get it here first. You got to ingrain it here first. Because if you don't ingrain it there, it'll never get to here. And if it never gets to here, that is a problem. You're not equipped to face it. And he's going to see you tell you all these type of lies. He's the father of all lies. He's a liar, man. He say stuff don't even make sense. You be like, why that just come to my mind? It don't even make sense. That don't even make sense. But he try to twist things. He's the master of deceiver. Even the flesh start thinking like, man, so that person really tried to hurt me. That person really did me wrong. Why you worry about that person when God said I made you right? Why you worry about who done you wrong when they did him so wrongly? Just think about when you get done wrong. Just think about you didn't endure the cross. Just think about the cross when you get done wrong. Just think about what Jesus endured for you to have life and life more abundantly. When you know who you are, you don't worry about what everybody else say. It only matters what God says. and what Man, I tell you, I feel like preaching today. Hallelujah. So here it is. Here it is. This is what he said. He, this is what he said. He promised them. He said, my son, that means not just son, but daughter too. My son, if you accept my words. Ah, if you didn't know what the words is, is this thing right here. If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, within you, and turning your ears to wisdom and applying it to your heart. Oh, here it is. Indeed, he said, if you call out for insight and call out for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver, and search for it as hidden treasure. Mm. Hallelujah. Let me stop right there before I go to the next one. He said, if you look for it and search for hidden treasure, if I told you right now it's a million dollars in this place, how many of y'all would get up right now and start looking for it? I said, whoever gets it, it's yours. How many of y'all right now would get up and start looking for it? You will start looking at it. I see y'all. Don't, don't, don't be ashamed to raise your hand because I'll be right there with you looking for it. So listen. Hey, so listen. So listen. It's like hidden treasure. So it's like this type of silver. like something that's written you and you're searching for it with all you have. You're searching for this understanding. You're searching through the word of God. You're in this thing daily and learn who you are in Christ. He said, then, in verse 5, you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. That's the word of God. Pastor ain't making this up. I can't make it up if I try. I can't put that many words together. Ask my wife. I tell her to proofread stuff. Even text messages. I say, Lord, I don't know if this sound right. She's like, yeah, you forgot the comma, that word. You might need to switch that over. I give it to her all the time. I can't, I can't do this. But this is what the word of God is saying. This is what the word of God is saying. This is what the knowledge. You ever heard knowledge is power? That is so true. But see, we put, our, we put the wrong knowledge in here. You put the worldly knowledge in here. See, God doesn't operate in the world. 
He operated in heavenly places. See, I'm going to give you an example. Jesus, when he did the Beatitudes, he really, the attitudes of how our attitudes should be. See, that didn't come from me. I didn't learn that. That took me a long time to hear that. But here's the thing. The world said, God said, Jesus said this. If he hit you on one cheek, you turn the other. Now, the world don't say that. Let's be honest here. I think over half of y'all might say, if you hit me, it's going to be a problem. Okay? But see, that's what the world says. The world says, if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. The heaven, what Jesus says, if you hit you, you turn the other cheek. Jesus says, pray for those who despitefully use you and abuse you. Pray for your enemies. The world says, don't come this way. You my enemy and I won't ever like you. You don't like me, I don't like you. That's what the world says. But that's not what God says. His, he, he, his, 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 his language, his word of God is completely different from the world. And that's, our, that's what we've been clothed with, with this, what we call this Holy Spirit to teach us, to equip us. The Holy Spirit. Finally, if you didn't get that part about the promises of God right here, I, I like the journey to the book of Joshua is 1 and 8. I got that one memorized. And sometimes I need that in my arsenal of training. He said, be strong. And that's for you, every one of you. And very courageous. Be careful to obey the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right. To the right, that's the right. In the left or the left. That you may be successful wherever you go. That you may be successful wherever you go. Be strong and very courageous. He also goes a step further. He said, keep this book of law on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. And here's where you should get happy. Then you will be prosperous and successful. It's the word of God. He said, meditate. Now, how you train folks? You train in the word of God. But pastor, I don't get it. He said he will give you wisdom and understanding. Don't stop reading. One of the things that I want you to do, how you can train, how you can apply this message you know that the word of God is our training. What I want you to do is something that I do myself and I, and I told another person to do. Most people have headphones, but we listen to other things that probably ain't good for the mind. But anywho, uh, change that up a bit. Put those headphones in and begin to listen to the word of God. Find you a preacher, a good one, that you feel like it's edifying and training your mind. What you're doing is you're doing that renewing again. Without the knowledge. See, listen, I said, remember I tell you over and over, the truth sets you free? It's knowing the truth will set you free. Knowing the truth. Not hearing it. Knowing it. 
Knowing the truth will set you free. So most folks are like, man, I'm still this, I'm still down, I'm still depressed, I can't do it, I'm about to lose it. Know the truth. Because he said, listen, I have wiped you completely clean. Know the truth. The truth, knowing the truth will set you free. He said, then you will be prosperous. Meditate on this. Now we get this, man. If God said I'll be prosperous if I do this and I'll be successful whatever I do, wherever I go, why in the world I got this clothes? Why in the world I just, I, I listen and not doing? Why in the world I'm not in the word? If he told me this is the way that you'll be prosperous, this is the way that you'll be successful, and everything, wherever you go and all that you do, why is it so hard to get in this or to put it in your It's no excuse right now. But see, listen, going back to the headphone, what the headphone does, it blocks out all other distractions. And block out everything else. And all is feeding your mind is the word of God. All is training your mind is the word of God. See, most of all, I'm like, man, I get that. I hear what you're saying, man. But still, it just, I don't think that's going to fix my problem, man. Well, I'm here to tell you to try it. I want you to do it for a week. I want you to do it for a week. Do it for a week. And next Sunday, come up and tell me how your thoughts were better. How, just tell me what went on. I don't even want to, I'm, I'm not going to push you. I want you to just tell me how things went for you. All I want you to stay into the Word of God. When, you, when you're not working, if you're able to have a headphone, put it in. Put on some Word of God. Put, put, put on some uh, worship music. Put on some, uh, the Bible and just listen to it. Faith comes from what? Hearing Hearing the word of God. So if my faith needs to be increased, I need to hear the word of God. If I'm going to be prosperous and successful, I need to meditate on this word day and night. He's the one. He said, not only will I clothe you with my spirit, if you stay into this word, I will make you prosperous and successful wherever you go, whatever you do. It's in the Word. Everything is in it. It's in the Word. See, y'all still ain't get it. See, and then now, now God about to get on your case because in the next verse, he said, listen, verse 9, I feel like you got a little attitude. God did. He said, listen this. He said, listen, have I not commanded you? <laughs> but this is a good command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For, your, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I commanded you to be strong, not weak. I commanded you to be courageous and not fear and not be afraid. He said, do not be afraid because this spirit that he gave us in the word of God said, listen, I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but I gave you a power, love, and a sound mind. I didn't give you a spirit of fear. I made you and I created you. I created you in the likeness of me. I told you with my son through the evidence of his Holy Spirit to come upon you to live in you that you are more than a comfort through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ah, don't be discouraged. Why, he said, don't be discouraged. Because he is with us. 
He didn't say, I want to go with you some places. He said, wherever you go. I never leave you, I never forsake you. I'll be with you even to the end of Asia. When you're feeling lonely and unwanted, he says, I want you. He said, I won't leave you. And on top of that, I send you the comforter, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. I'm going to tell you, man, I ain't that smart. I didn't go to school for ministry. I didn't go to none of these things. I meditated on the word day and night. And this taught me. The spirit of God taught me. Ain't nobody spectacular. I'm just beginning to understand who I am in Christ. And once you understand that knowledge, and that knowledge will set you free. But see, just in case you didn't get that, I'm going to give you some, some material, some tools, if you will, to know who you are. And, 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 and so you can take these tools and take the word of God for your training. So when, you, so when you're in training mode, hallelujah, you'll be able to withstand those things that come towards your way, come your way. You'll be prepared for these things. So I want you to repeat after me. See, you got to say it. See, you got to say it. You got to say it. Don't spray it, though, huh? But you got to say it. He said, listen, he said, this is, he said, this, this is what God, how God sees us. This is who he say we are. I want you to repeat this, man. You got to get this, okay? Y'all going to help me preach this? Amen. Amen. The next, give me the next slide. I want you to repeat after this. I am a citizen of heaven. I was formerly in darkness, but now I am in the light of the Lord. I have been filled with the Holy Spirit of promise. Oh, yeah, here it is. I have, listen, I have boldness and confidence, access to God through faith in Christ. I am redeemed and forgiven by the grace of Christ. I am chosen, holy, and blameless before God. I have been set free in Christ. Oh, yeah, here it is. I have been made new in Christ. I have been set free from the law of sin and death. You got to get it in here. My old self was crucified with Christ. And I am no longer a slave to sin. Notice I got scripture up there. This ain't just words. I am more than a conqueror. I am loved by God. And nothing will separate me from his love. I can do all things through Christ. You got to get the training in. Right now you're building muscle. Right now you're building muscle. You're training. You're working out. Right now you're building work muscle. Hallelujah. Say, I am an overcomer. I am wonderfully made. I am never alone. And you better say this like you know it. I am a child of God.
Let me tell you something. You got to train yourself in this. You ever seen those bodybuilders and they get so huge and big and stuff and they go to these competitions and look like a thousand pounds? You know how they did that? Because they trained and they trained and they trained. And what training did, they got stronger and stronger and stronger. So when all the weight comes, when all the trouble comes, when it's time to lift those problems, the weight off you, they end up throwing it a thousand feet away because they train themselves. And what training does, it strengthens. And you get stronger and stronger stronger in the Lord. That mind gets so strong when things start knocking on that door. You can't come in. I've been clothed in the right mind of the Holy Spirit. I've been washed and redeemed. That's nothing you can say or do. I am a child of God. That's when you bring out your arsenal. That's when you bring out your ammunition. You said I'm one of the made. I'm never alone. I am a child of God. I am an overcomer. That's what you do when that mind starts Wondering. That's what you do when you're in those battles. If you receive, they get a lot of hand clap of grace. Train. 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 